Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sorry, Kim. Okay, on the night of August 31st, 1986, 65-year-old William Delton Frost and his 60-year-old invalid wife, Callie, were fatally shot in their two-room home in Downsville, Louisiana. The front door had been smashed in, and police believed the motive was robbery because Frost and Trust Banks and was believed to keep cash, his cash in a suitcase in the home. The shots appeared to have been fired through a window, and their bodies were discovered two days later. So unfortunately, I couldn't find really any other information on this murder. That was all I could find. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot. They just talked about the two men that were convicted of it. So the police did not get any leads until six weeks after the murders on October 12, 1986. Janet Burrell told police that she had met with her ex-husband, Albert, on the night of the crime and that he had $2,700 in $100 bills and blood on his boots. She said he admitted firing the shots and that she saw Frost Waltz on the front seat of his car. And then Burrell was arrested within the hour. So they're wondering if he wasn't working alone, if he had another person with him as like lookout or something. So um, in walks um, Kenneth St. Clair with a story to tell. According to him, he had come to Louisiana with Michael Graham to find construction work. St. Clair told police that on the night of the crime, Graham and Burrell left the trailer where Graham was living near St. Clair about 8.30 p.m. and returned later. When Graham had returned, he had blood on him. But um, but also according to the according to the source I use, um, Graham was in Union Parish Jail on forgery charges for allegedly stealing the checkbook of a woman who had hired him in St. Clair. It didn't make any sense. Mumbled it. I have to go back. Honestly. So, at the time, Graham was in the Union Parish Jail on forgery charges for allegedly stealing the checkbook of a woman who had hired him in St. Clair to do some work and then cashing about $300 worth of checks. So while St. Clair is telling this to the police, this is where Michael, the other guy who, uh, who soon becomes unfortunately involved in this predicament, is staying at right now. So on October 24th, 1986, Graham and Burrell each were indicted on two counts of murder. So, two days later, Graham's cellmate, Olin Wayne Brantley, who's told authorities that Graham had admitted he and Burrell committed the crime and that Burrell had fired the fatal shots. So, Graham went on trial on March 20th, 1987 in the Union Parish Courthouse. The state's key witnesses were Janet Burrell and Brantley. So, Albert Burrell's ex-wife and Brantley, his cellmate. Although police reports said that Frost's wallet was recovered at his home, 
A deputy testified that he believed Burrell had returned to the Frost home and put the wallet back because he suspected his wife had seen it the night they met. And here's another witness that comes forward. Another witness, 14-year-old Amy Opile, O-P-I-E-L, who had spent the night of the crime with the St. Clair family, testified that she saw Graham and Burrell sitting on the couch in the trailer with a suitcase and stacks of money. So that was all the information they needed, and Graham was convicted on March 22nd, 1987, and sentenced to death. Burrell went on trial in August 1987 and was convicted and sentenced to death based on virtually the same evidence presented in the Graham's trial. So they had two separate trials. So five months later, after Burrell was convicted and he's put on death row, his ex-wife, Janet, who by then was remarried to Burrell's brother, James, <laughs> just wait, it gets weird, Mom, recanted her testimony. She said she lied because she wanted to get custody of their child, who had been, which had been awarded to Albert Burrell prior to the murders. So the Louisiana Supreme Court granted Albert a hearing, but at that hearing on July 6, 1988, Janet changed her testimony back to original story. That essentially she saw, you know, the $275,000 in $100 bills and blood on his, on his boots. The motion for a new trial was denied and eventually his conviction and death sentence were upheld by the state Supreme Court, which is the highest but not, but the U.S. Supreme Court is the highest. So meanwhile, Graham's case had been sent back for a hearing on a motion for a new trial, but his lawyers got extension after extension as they began to uncover new evidence. By 1995, Janet Burrell had recanted her testimony a second time. Burrell, no, this is the second time. Because the first time she, she, she went back to her original story. Oh, that's right. This is the fourth time. This is the this is the sec this is technically the second time she recants her testimony again. Yeah, it's it's like that four to me. She said he did, then she didn't because of the child. On the child. No, she goes husband. back, she re she she Then she changed she, it and then she doesn't change. No no no. So she the first testimony she said, I saw him count money and he yeah. had one his boots. Then she's like, Wait, no, that doesn't happen. This is when the first time she recants and says, I just said that because I want custody yeah, of our child. And when they go to trial is when she goes back to original. She doesn't recant. Okay. They, from the information I got, said she did not. This is the second time. Burrell was facing an execution date in August 1996. So 17 days away from death, Burrell's lawyer obtained a stay. Also, the other witness who was, I think, a, a young girl who was staying with the St. Clairs said she recanted her testimony as well in 1998, claiming she was pressured to lie and that it was St. Clair she saw with blood on his clothes and counting money. So it's just like, who actually saw what on this? Who, who actually saw what? So Graham finally had a hearing in 2000 where lawyers presented the recantations as well as the evidence that pros prosecutors had failed to turn over exculpatory mm -hmm. and impeachment evidence. So exculpatory is essentially evidence that if you're def the defense, defense attorney should get, it proves that their clients are innocent. Mm -hmm. 
And also, they their defense attorneys were like, um, Brantley, so the original cellmate, had cut a deal with prosecutors on a pending charge and that he was taking medication to control, to control mood swings. And unfortunately, I couldn't find what the other charges were. So the facts of the case are this. Albert Ronnie Burrell and Michael Ray Graham each spent more than 14 years on death row at the Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola after having been convicted of the 1986 double murder of William and Callie Frost. No physical evidence of any nature has ever been obtained which implicates or exonerates Burrell, Graham, or any other persons for these, mur for these murders, which is really sad in my opinion as well. They were convicted on circumstantial evidence alone. The investigation that led to the arrest were full of mistakes, and most of the testimony that led to convictions were later recanted or discredited. The facts of this matter have been considered by both state and federal courts. So here is the most recent, the 2000, March, two, March 3rd, 2000 is when they got the most recent trial. So the trial court granted a motion for a new trial filed on behalf of Graham. He alleged that the state had withheld significant exculpatory evidence and impeachment evidence bearing on the credibility of its main witnesses. In granting a new trial to Graham, the trial court found that the jury had been able to consider the evidence that had been withheld. The outcome of the trial likely would have changed. The trial court recited 45 reasons that the burden had been met. They also granted the joint motion for new trial filed by Burrell, Burrell and the state, vacating the judgment of the guilt and the sentence of death. After new trials were granted, the Louisiana Department of Justice conducted a thorough investigation of all known possible independent sources of credible information. Uh, also at the request of trial court, reasons for this dismissal were also filed by the Attorney General citing the complete lack of credible evidence in this matter. So shortly thereafter, they were released from Louisiana State Penitentiary, and their charges have never been reinstated against these two, and unfortunately, like I said, no one else has been charged with the Frost murders. Uh, so they get out, and... Um, it's kind of sad, but kind of funny. Um, Burrell was talking about how when he got out, he got a denim jacket that was four sizes too big, and he left with his sister, which I thought was really sweet. And I couldn't really find anything on Graham what happened after he got out of prison. But it doesn't end there, because they usually, if you've been wrongly convicted, you can get compensation. Yeah. Louisiana said, no, it doesn't happen that way. So then they're like, okay, we'll go to trial. So... Compensation for wrongful conviction and imprisonment were filed on August 28, 2008. So in August, so uh, six years later is when the trial gets smoke going. So on August 6, 2014, after a four-day trial, a judgment and written reasons were issued denying compensation. They said, okay, we'll appeal it again. Burrell and Graham alleged the trial court failed to follow the statutory requirements regarding procedure, misapplied the burden of proof, and were not able to find that they met burden of proof. So this is, this is actually interesting too. So in 2005, the Louisiana legislature enacted a LARS, which is the Louisiana Revised Statute, um, Title 15. I won't go into like any of the other numbers, but that's essentially what it is. To create a fund to compensate those who are wrongly convicted and in prison 
and an application process to obtain compensation upon proof of factual innocence. But then you have to actually prove your innocence, and that's not easy at all. So the statuette was amended in 2007 to change the procedure for filing a petition. Um, and, then it's, and then it says, what are the procedural requirements? It says, Burrell and Graham contend the trial court failed to follow the statutory requirements by not settling the matter for trial within 45 days after the filing of the answer by the states. Further, Burrell and Graham claim they pursued a hearing date to no avail and were prejudiced greatly by this failure of the trial court to set a hearing date because two witnesses died before the trial, and I couldn't find out who else who the two witnesses were. The state argues that Burrell and Graham have weighed the right to assert this issue as an error because they never filed an, ex an objection for the failure to set the trial within the specified time period. The issue here is whether the statuette requires the court to set the trial date on its own initiative or if a request must be made by a party. So what does the actual, the Louisiana RS or vice statuette provide? It provides the attorney general shall represent the state of Louisiana in these proceedings the court shall serve a copy of any petition filed pursuant to this section upon the attorney general and the district attorney of the parish in which the conviction was obtained and upon the court that vacated or reversed the petitioner's conviction or upon the pardon board if the conviction was vacated through executive clemency within 15 days of receiving such petition. But unfortunately, they were, it, was, it was 2000 when they were when they said when it was when they're what I'm trying to say when their um sense was vacated and then it was like 14 years later when they were able to get a new trial for clemency and stuff so they said so then two petitions were filed on this in this matter on August 28 2008 one on behalf of Burrell and the other on behalf of Graham on September 18, 2008, the Center for Equal Justice wrote a letter to the clerk of the court requesting service on the proper parties as defined by the statuette and noticing that it did not initially attach service copies to the petitions filed a month previous. So the Louisiana Attorney General's office made written requests for extensions of time on November 14th and December 8, 2008, which were granted. Due to a conflict of interest, the Louisiana Attorney General's office was unable to represent the state and appointed Jerry Jones, the DA for the 4th Judicial District, to do so shortly before December. Before the expiration of the second extension, Jones filed a motion for extension of time due to the late appointment, which was granted. The state timely filed an answer on January 21, 2009. No other pleadings were filed in this matter until June 26, 2012, when Burrell and Graham filed a motion to consolidate the matter's motion for summary judgment. And then it talks about how um, additional counsel was enrolled on behalf of them a month later. Um, and then on October 29, 2012, after the denial of their motion for summary judgment, 
Burrell and Graham filed a motion to set the case for trial and requested a telephone conference to establish a date. So on December 20, 2012, after the pretrial conference, an order was issued outlining the time frame for discovery and reserving five days for trial beginning on September 23, 2013. Um, let me see. I had where I just lost where I was. Sorry. Um, so essentially they were, the trial court reviewed over 6,000 pages of evidence mm -hmm. and her testimony of witnesses over a four day bench trial. So the difference between a bench trial and a jury trial is bench you just have three judges, and it's considered less prejudicial depending on the matter in jury trials. You know, have a jury of your peers. So ultimately, the trial court was unable to conclude they, Burrell and Graham, demonstrated factual innocence by clear and convincing evidence. Um, they said they had a psycho psychological evaluation of Burrell, like conducted post conviction, like, you know. To be able to prove, you know, he did suffer and there was um, reasonable money he should have received. He um, suffered severe cognitive limitation. limitation. Um, and then they talk about also how the statement made by the, the little girl, Amy Opal. Uh, she was coerced during an interview with the Saint, a group interview with the St. Clair family, which made, in my opinion, no sense. Why would you interview her originally during this time? Um, and then she said, Amy Opal's later affidavit stated that she did not see blood on Graham as previously purported, but it had been Kenneth St. Clair who had blood on him. She also stated that it was Kenneth St. Clair she saw counting a lot of money and sitting on the sofa with a man in glasses. So at trial, the state prevented e presented evidence which showed that Burrell matched the description of the man with glasses and that Burrell had been driving Graham and Saint Kenneth St. Clair around on the day of the murders. So although they were able to successfully impeach the witnesses against him uh, and show that the investigation into the Frost murders were slipshod and poorly executed, the fact remains evidence to support their factual evidence is lacking. They have proved that the state did not turn over all the evidence. Counsel at the criminal trial was ineffective and they are entitled to a new trial based upon these facts. They requested the trial court to find them factually innocent and entitled to compensation for wrongful conviction based on the same evidence and facts upon which the judgment for new trial was granted. So after, you know, they debate all this, they go back and debate to their corners and they debate this. They said, um, what was, where is, sorry, I lost my explaining slide. Ultimately, to receive compensation for wrongful conviction and imprisonment requires presentation of some sort of compelling evidence, which unfortunately in the judge's mind was their downfall. They said Burrell and Graham were unable to present any credible, new credible evidence, such as trustworthy eyewitness accounts or critical physical evidence that would lead a reasonable person to believe it highly probable that they are factually innocent of these murders. So they found no manifest error in the judgment of the trial court. So, um, so they basically said, you do not get any compensation. There's no, you have not been able to prove no new evidence. You can't prove that there's any eyewitnesses and unfortunately two of them died before this, this new trial. So like, you don't get no money, which is really sad because they were 
Albert Burrell was 17 days from being executed. Hmm. And they were on death row for 14 years. So where is Albert today? So he currently lives in Center, Texas, and since his release has been active in the movement against the death penalty with hmm. other exonerated former death row prisoners. He talks, he attends, he attends events called Texas Moratorium Network, which I've never heard of. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't really find any Michael Graham, but I only was able to find on Albert, Albert Burrell, which I thought was interesting that he's still, um, he doesn't really have any sites. He just gives talks and stuff. I thought you said Texas something, Texas Morale. He lives in Center, Texas. No, down further. You said somewhere, Texas Morale or something. Oh, he, he tends vents called through the Texas Moratorium Network, which I, I will. So I thought this case was really interesting because I'd never heard of it, but it's really sad that they're like, even though you were on death row because your ex-wife decided uh, she she was upset of custody, I'm going to ruin your life. And this other guy's like, I'm going to ruin this other guy's life because for some reason he thought, who well, knows? He got, he got better deal in jail. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't know what the pending charges is. It's like, I'm going to mess your life up for 14 years. So. Did she marry the brother? Yeah, she was remarried to his brother, which makes even more like more suspicious. But yeah, that's the, and I named the, I titled this episode, um, uh, no compensation for 14 years instead of Albert Burrell. How about no compensation for, what did you, you call again, for incarceration? For, incar for, 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 14, for incarceration for 14 years, yeah. which I was like, that's incredibly tragic. They were like, you can't prove anything. Even though your sentences were vacated, we're sorry, there's nothing, I no money. I tell some of the evidence they held back. Well, I couldn't find anything. Like, I could find... Exculpatory evidence. I couldn't find anything. Like, on this murder, what the... I couldn't find nothing. And to get police reports, you have to actually physically talk to the police station, the district and stuff. And you have... Okay. And if you want to go to a site, you have to be a lawyer. And I'm not a lawyer. And I don't know which court I would... Which police, said, police office station I would talk to you about this so yeah it's like it's also sad that um but yeah i couldn't really find anything on the murder of um the frost the, two, the frost family or anything like that so i could uh, i could only find on either exonerations and that was it and the i thought it was interesting about the whole trial so oh it was really sad and their case still hasn't been solved so I thought that was an interesting case, and that has been... Well, a lot of times it comes up again, the, the person, you know, it does come up eventually, who did it. What yep. can be hidden can be revealed. Yep. Well, that was everything. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and um, you guys have a great, have a great week. See you next week on um, Crime Candy. Bye.